Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light. And welcome to another edition of How Now, where we talk about how to live in the now. I'm your host, Kim Martin Raymond, minister, life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where we talk about how to realign ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. We are well on our way into 2021. And one of the things that we tend to do going into the new year is we go and we start cleaning house charts, start getting things in order and preparing ourselves for the new year. And we typically do that two times a year. We do that at the beginning of the year. And then we see it in the spring when people do their spring cleaning and they go in and they start, you know, doing overhauls and going through their garages and their closets and, and starting to see um, what things they want to get rid of and things that they want to place into order. And my guest who is here today is going to talk about some of the things that she's doing to help people find order and peace in their lives. And today's show is entitled House Cleaning, House Cleansing, or Both. So without any further ado, as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to ask my guest to introduce herself because when we introduce ourselves to the world, we present ourselves in a way that we want to be received. So at this time, I'm going to ask my guest to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Andrea Hutchison. I am 52 years old. I am a mother of seven, a grandmother of three. Mm-hmm. I am I'm an entrepreneur of two businesses. I'm in a movie. I'm in a play. Hey, and God is so <laughs> wonderful. He has turned my life around. Yes, yes. Well, hi. Welcome, Andrea. I am so glad that you are here. And let me tell you something about this young lady here, because we have history. Okay, all of our Bayside High School alumni rise up. (laughs) Andrea and I went to high school together. And it has been a month of Sundays since we've seen each other. But I mean, you know, when when you're family, and when you're connected, when you come back together, it's like you never left. And, exactly. and that has been a blessing and, and me being able to reunite with her and to, you know, be able to be in the space and talk about what we're going to talk about this evening, which is that house cleaning and house cleansing. But before we get started, tell us a little bit about what you were doing right, you know, prior to the pandemic. What's going on with you? Prior to the pandemic, I have been, I'm a CNA slash PCA been doing that for 30 years, been with my company for 16 years, going on 17 years. Wow. Wow. And so you were doing that and then the pandemic hit. And then then the pandemic hit. Um, My last day of work was March 21st when I was stricken with, um, not COVID yet, I had laryngitis and strep throat and days later I was feeling sluggish and my sister kept saying go to the doctor go to the doctor and I was like no nah, I'm fine I don't have nobody's COVID it didn't get me I don't go nowhere I'm home and she long behold I went to the doctor and I came back tested positive I couldn't wow. fold clothes I was striking fevers and then it was like a mat truck just ran me over I couldn't get out the bed 
Wow. 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 And how long does that go on for? I was out of work from March 21st to set the middle of September when I went back to work full time. Oh, wow. So you were out that many, you out and you had COVID that entire time? I was out of work for all them for all the months. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. And that's something I'm sure that was difficult to, to, uh, you know, to deal with, you know, as it, it was. Cause, yes. Cause when you have kids, you, yes. you know, but God sustained me. Not one time did I murmur and complain. There you go. Because I knew he had me. See, that honey. And that's a blessing. And we're glad you're here. You know, a lot of people have been, you know, stricken with COVID and, you know, it, it doesn't seem like the outcome has been the same for anybody. There have been, you know, different, right. you know, there have been long haulers. You know, I had a guest who was on the show uh, previously who is a long hauler and is still suffering some of the effects. Are you still suffering any of the effects at this time? They say um, you could tend to have memory loss. I don't claim it. There you go. But that's what's that's what's happening. But I don't claim it. Yeah, yeah. I don't claim it at all. Awesome, awesome, Macy, and that's good. And I'm just glad that you are in a space of peace and that you're in recovery and yes. all is well. So all of those months out. And so, what happened after that? Did you return to work? I went back to work. Um, God opened the door. Well, I end up gaining weight. And so when I gain weight, I end up opening my own business, which is okay. one pound at a time for me to detox and start losing weight. And I started showing everybody. So I started losing weight with that. And then God took it a step further and we end up opening A Little Help Never Hurts. A Little Help Never Hurts. And tell us a little bit about what that is. Little Help Never Hurts is a cleaning business that my son decided, my oldest son, Christian, he gave me the business name mm -hmm. and he kept saying, Ma, you can do it. You can do it. I did. I opened up that business because it was in April. I was out of work for, you know, two weeks quarantine and mm -hmm. my company, it was on a Thursday and I had to return back to work that Monday. Mm -hmm. And the company didn't call me the whole time I was out and I was sick. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, how are you doing? Can we get you anything? They said to me, when are you returning back to work because your clients are waiting? And that hurt me to the bitter core because I'm like, I've been with you guys 16 years and this is yeah. what you do to me. You don't ask me how I'm doing. No one came by to check on me, not even to leave a glass of orange juice or yeah. anything and to check in on my kids to see how they was doing. Nothing. 16 years is a very long time. And I've been yes, with the is. company since they first started. And I'm like, wow. So I worked for a multi-million dollar company. They started out as nothing, you know, and now they're a multi-million dollar company. And my son was asking me, Ma, well, how do you do it? And I'm like, well, I go and I do assessment. I wear many hats for my company. Yes. And one of the hats is, I am a, I am a PCA with the company, but one of the hats is they started incorporating heavy chore, which is it's called heavy chore. We have regular chore and heavy chore and heavy chore is hoarders. So I started going in and I did a house for them and I started doing assessments and looking around and being in their eyes because they wouldn't go out in the field. Okay. So I started being in their eyes and going into the homes and looking around and giving them a, a quote on how many hours it would take. Now, mind you, I would do that to have extra money in my pocket, yes. but I still had to do my own cases. Wow. So 
it was like I was getting home nine, ten o'clock at night after being at work at seven o'clock in the morning mm. and because I would do the hoarder homes for them and then turn around and do my regular cases in between of going to the hoarder homes. So I was burning myself out and I did that for many years. And when they did that to me during COVID, that opened up my eyes that they don't even care about me. Wow. So now I know what not to do with my employees. Okay. Okay. And now you're in a space where you can do that, where you have the, the capability to do that and the capacity to do that. You know, and I mean, I just wanted to stop for a moment and just talk about that because, you know, we've been seeing period, you know, we, we're talking about living in the now and right now we're in the space of COVID and we've, we've seen many cases and, and we have seen a lot of, you know, people, you know, not having as much sensitivity. Right. To the fact that people are are in pain, that they are going through this and, and not knowing what the outcome is going to be. There's some fear there. And, and we're, we're not seeing as much empathy, you know? And right. I mean, not, not being able to really, you know, have people focus on, on how to get people back and to get people healthy. They're focusing on that dollar. And, you know, we're talking right. about 2020 and it has definitely given us a clear vision of, you know, what people are really about. And, you know, I've seen the scales have fallen from a lot of people's eyes and they're seeing things that they didn't see before. And, you know, yes, I leaned on God. It's 2020 taught me to lean on God more than ever. Yeah. I hope, I mean, I learned patience. I learned savings. I learned that God is my supplier of all of my needs. My children didn't murmur and complain. I kept a smile on my face because I'm here. When I started seeing the numbers of people losing their life and I looked around and I said, God, I thank you because you are a keeper. But he's also a way maker. And he made a way for us to constantly pay my bills. My rent was paid. The light was paid. The gas was paid. The car note was paid. He sustained me. Yes. See, and that's a blessing. That's a blessing. And it's like you said, so so he opened the doors to a little help never hurt. Like you said, you started uh, doing assessments and you were talking about the hoarding. And is that one of your specialties? That's one of my my specialties is hoarding. Um, my model is if you ain't wore it in a year, you're never, ever going to wear, wear it. If you mm-hmm. have not seen it in the year, that means close your eyes and shoot it away. <laughs> and that's true. That's true. You know, I'm one of those people. I, I have a lot of clothes, but I don't have any tags on them. I wear them actively and I rotate them. So, yeah. But but just like you said. So when you go in and you do these assessments. I mean, a hoarder. You know, you already know when you go on the door, there's stuff right at the door. You know, how do you go about helping them? Is it just you going in and cleaning the house or is it that you're having a conversation with them as well? What is the process? The process, I go in and I befriend them. And I don't really have to do any, do much because my personality speaks for itself. Okay. And I go in and I sit and I talk to them. It's a way you have to talk to these clients because it's a mental health issue that they have. And God opened that door for, I know our business is going to strive because my son graduated from Alberta with his bachelor's in psychology. Nice. So I know that that will also come into play with us doing the hoarder homes. Um, 
it's a mental illness and something triggered them to have this illness. Um, a lot of the homes that I, that I am in that I do is I stop evictions. They're on an eviction. So I will go in and I will sit and I will talk to them and, and I look around and after talking to them, they will ask me, are you coming back? Cause you know, people will go in and they won't come back. Right. So I go in and I sit and I talk to them. A majority of the homes, I say 90% of the homes, the people are not returning back to their homes. Wow. And if they do return back to their home, they do return back to their home as if they first moved in it. Wow. Wow. So how long does that process take? Does it, is, is there a certain number of weeks or days that you, you yeah. know? We just, me, me and my children just finished um, a hoarder house that we did. And we, we quoted them um, 24 hours and we did it in 22 hours. Wow. We did, we did, um, it took us four days to do the, to do the house. Okay. Scrubbing down cabinets inside and out. Um, didn't even know the man had a kitchen table. We wow. separated stuff. So when he goes back home, now the people just got to go in and paint because we don't paint, but we do everything. We do um, shampoo in the rugs. We um, we do laundry. That's and that's included wow. in our price. We organize your house for you. We we get you on a, a, a narrow path. And mind you, a lot of these homes, the clients, they don't have much money. Mm-hmm. So we tend to negotiate our price. We talk to the family members, and right. we negotiate. We negotiate our price with the family according to their needs. Okay, you see, and that's wonderful. Okay, so. You go in, you clean it up, and then you're there when they come back in and see the end results. No, I'm not there when they see the end results. Wow. We're not, but the family sees the end results, you know, or the conservator, if they have a lawyer, they see the end results. I do have a portfolio that I do take before pictures, uh-huh. and I do have after pictures of um, what we did to keep in my portfolio, in my file, and we send it to the family, we send it to the lawyers, all the... um. The proper people that need to have the photos okay. of the before and after because nine out of ten times they're not going into these homes um their eyes and right. their ears right. so i have to keep inventory of certain things in the home and that's why we took out the insurance because people do lie and say she took my ten thousand dollar ring and so that's <laughs> right. why we took out a, um, a lengthy insurance policy yeah. just for that very reason, but we have lawyers and stuff that um will handle that for us. We won't right. have to um handle any of that. Right. Wow. So you see now that that's interesting because like you said, you don't get to see the the the, the look on their face when they see their homes, but you, you at least go in and you help in the process. And you see, sometimes it's not for us to see everything to the end. Right. And you know, and, and this is and this is a good example of that because sometimes we're there to plant the seeds to help to get them to a certain space. And then it's up to them to move from that space. So it's good that you go in and you do the work on the front end to help them to get a mindset to be able to come back in and to be able to function in that space. And and the hope I'm sure is that it's a space of peace for them and that they're able to go back in there and, and to do that. So with that being said, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on, you know, when even with your own personal cleaning, what does that do for a person mentally when they, uh, you know, or have a space that's, that's disheveled or they have a space that's, that's uh, you know, a little out of order? 
and and they're seeking to really get that space back. You know, what does that do for first, them? I, first, what I do, I all before we even go in, we're a Christian, we're a Christian cleaning business. Okay. So definitely, I'm definitely praying as I'm walking through the house because mm-hmm. me. Um, spiritually, I know spirits jump and I don't know what these people have up in this house. Right. <laughs> so I definitely pray while I'm walking through the house. But when we leave and the house is cleansed, my son has this thing that all the windows and all the doors have to be open. Uh-huh. So what I do is I pray. We pray after we leave the home and I pray for peace. Yeah. That when they go back in their home, they have peace. Me, if my room is a disarray, I cannot function. Uh-huh. And to me, because cleanliness is next to godliness. How yes. can I go in God's home and serve him and, and, and be in his house knowing that my house is out of order? Yeah. So making beds is something that I tell my kids to do on a daily. We have chores. We clean up because my mom always said, it's easy to be a bum. <laughs> okay. Very easy to be a bum. <laughs> and, and you can, even if you have dishes in your sink or you, or you cook something and you don't clean up, you're like, man, that is, and then somebody else coming. You don't want to go into a messy kitchen. Right. You don't want to sit at a messy table. Right. You know, every, to me, everything has to be in order. Yes. I believe in order. Yeah. And I mean, and that that's something that, you know, not a lot of people do. And, and it's interesting because, of course, in this COVID season, and because we have to do things virtually, now you have people coming into your home, whether you like it or not. And so you see, you have a lot of people that are, you know, exercising the use of those virtual backgrounds. <laughs> that, that way you don't see the, you know, the piles of things that are going on in their houses. And now here it is, we, we, we're faced with having people come into our homes and we're having to stage them so that they, you know, look acceptable. And I'm sure that some people are struggling with that because they're just like, ah, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to put up the little background. And then when it's over, I, you know, I can go back to things yeah, being the way they that. are. So I'm sure that that's been a challenge for, for, for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people don't have those organizational skills, but it seems like what you're talking about, when there's order, there's peace or, the, or there's just yeah. a little bit more serenity. You can kind of, you know, your, your mind isn't focused on all of those things that are piling up around you you can focus on other things and move forward you know so i'm sure that's part of it that is part of it so i mean it's just been it's been i'm sure a little bit of a journey so far in in that you know helping hoarders helping other families to be able to get things because you do not not i mean i know your specialty is hoarders but you also do other families as well who i do families we go in we I had a lady that called me and she asked me my price I told her um we charge anywhere from $28 to $40 depending on the job when we go in we clean countertops we wash floors we do bathrooms we wash walls we have the equipment to do everything um so when I we leave your house your your um your stuff is shining Right. You know, your stove is clean. We pull the stoves out. We pull the refrigerator out. We don't just do the cosmetic. We go deep inside. Awesome. Awesome. And you see, and that's what people need and that's what people want. And, um, you know, so like I said, we talked about, about the cleaning. We talked about the cleansing. We talked about how people deal with it on a mental level and how there, there are definitely stages to that. But now I want to talk about how you're living in the now. 
What are some things that you're doing outside of just, you know, we, you know, you say a clean home. What are some other things that you are doing to live in the now? Well, I have my kids. So we have movie night, my eight-year-old. We have, I have movie night. I have, I'm with a sisterhood. Mm -hmm. So I have a sisterhood group that I started um, with some phenomenal women. Um, They don't live here, but like my, one of my good friends, Miss Kay, Miss Kay moved down south and then I have my cousin that's here and I have a couple of other people, you know, all over. Mm-hmm. What we do is I hit them up and say, what you guys doing on Saturday? And they were like, oh, nothing. I was like, all right, what you do is you go, excuse me, go get your snacks. We're going to watch a movie. And we have movie night. Nice. And during the movie, we're texting each other during the movie if, as if we're right here. Right. So I, I have sisterhood and I love sisterhood and sisterhood is... Um, twice a month or three times a month, mm-hmm. I have the sisterhood. Um, or I'll just sit back and I'll read and I'll watch TV. That's my now. There's mm-hmm. nowhere to go. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody goes to their, my kids go to their own destination. But I tell them that once a week we have to get together yeah. and we sit and we talk. And my now is my kids. I work right across, God opened a door for me to work right across the street from my house. Nice. So I could walk out my front door and walk right across the street and walk into my client's house. And um, I have a good relationship with the family. I, I've been with them now since um, October, okay. full time. And we just have a good, I, I go in there in the morning. Now the wife done got so comfortable that she sleep when I come in. <laughs> I take care of her husband. She has her own aide that comes in. And we're like one big happy family over mm-hmm. there. You know, as long as everybody is doing their job, I play cards with them to um, keep their minds. Because they're 86 years old. Wow. So we play cards, we, um, we talk, we laugh. We have such a good time and yeah. that's what it's all about because we don't know the day nor the time nor the hour. That's right. You know, so I like to make memories and this yes. is what I'm doing. I'm making memories. That's awesome. And that's what being in the now is all about. It is about making those memories and being in the moment and being, <laughs> you know, present and, and having your eyes open to see when opportunities afford themselves. And as we can see, you know, you've had an opportunity to, you know, out in the midst of COVID, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of healing and all of those months that you went through of, of, of healing and recovering to being able to come out on the other side and to start this wonderful business of, you know, yes. a, little help, a little, you know, a, a little help never hurts and, and to, you know, work on those things that, you know, are going to help others to ascend. And so just like you yes. said, that, that's what living in the now is all about. So Yes. Please, before we leave, tell our our um, listenership how they can contact you, how they can connect with you. What is uh, your uh, contact information? Well, you could look me up on Facebook, Andrea Hutchison, or you could um, email me at anhut37 at gmail.com. That's A-N-D-H-U-T, the number 37 at gmail.com. All right. And that's what we'll do. We make sure you write that down. A-N-D-H-U-T-37 at gmail.com. And you can look her up at Andrea Hutchison on Facebook. And remember, the name of the company is A Little Help Never Hurts. And she told us about her other business, you know, one pound at a time. And we're going to have her come back 
to talk a little bit about that and talk yeah. about her journey, her weight loss journey, and the things that she has done to continue to keep her body in, in line and, and to keep her up with the seven children that she has and all the activities that she's involved yeah. in. There are a lot, there are a lot of things going on. So we look forward to having you come back and tell us a little bit about that. But we thank you for coming on today oh, and to talk the business and to talk about the things that that um you know you're doing in the now and that's going to help yeah. us to be able to grow. So yeah. with that being said, I thank you all for being here. Do you have any parting words that you want to leave with our audience before we go? I'll just tell everybody, love on each other, mm -hmm. love on each other and smile. My motto is do not bring your yesterday into your today. That's going to determine your tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's yesterday with past tense. Today is the present. Tomorrow is the future. Live in the now, like you said, which is your yes. present. Yes. All right. You heard it right here. And that's how we are living in the now. So thanks for joining us for another edition oh, of you Now. now. Yes, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until the next time I see you all, I say peace. Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond.